This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. The following podcast is not real, but it is really sponsored by Large Management Group. Wings and beer, almost as good as podcasts. That's why Chicago's Summer Wing Fest wants to give listeners a free t-shirt when they buy tickets with the offer code PODCAST. Available at wingfest.net. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. Uh, If you haven't listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. A while back, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the magical land of Foon. Luckily, I still have my podcasting equipment with me, so I host a weekly podcast in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarrakis. The elves know me as Fiat Feline Zelic. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Stangies, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maestar. And trust me, friends, there may be other secrets. And my other co-host, Chunt. Hi. Chunt, the talking badger. Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter who turned into a talking mm-hmm. badger. Uh, how you doing, Chunt? I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know if you know, Usador knows, today is my birthday. What? Oh, yes. Happy birthday, know. Choo-Choo. Thank you so much. What birthday? How old are you? It's none of your business. I don't want to talk about Chunt stuff. How rude. Yeah, oh. I, don't want, I don't want to talk about Chunt stuff. Do you ever have a week on this show where you don't say something rude to one or both of us? Is it rude to ask how old people are? Yes, in of course it is. You don't never ask a lady her age or a shapeshifter. Everyone knows that. Yeah, in, oh. in Foon, you might ask a woman like, hey, oh, hey, how old are you? Are you like uh, 50s? And she'll be like 2,800 years old, and you just uh-huh. feel like a dick. 
Or you might walk up to a lady who has a little bit of extra weight and be like, oh, are you pregnant? Oh, are you a badger? Are you a shapeshifter? It's rude. Because some people might be cursed. You know. uh, yes, exactly. Sure. But if you were magically changed into a badger, you can't change back. So small talk is really off the table in Foon, in general. Well, you could talk about the weather, or, uh, oh. or how the spiced potatoes are today. Oh, or, uh, yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of wonderful small talk. Could I get... Never you talk about what never. birds you've seen. Uh, I enjoy watching birds. Uh, I, I love birds. So, so never talk directly about a person. This makes an interview show very difficult. Well, also, I feel like you make a talk show really difficult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yes. my birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Chunk gets what he Chunk. wants today. Yes, he does. Can I get some spiced potatoes with some candles in it? Of course. Uh, an order of spiced potatoes! And could I also get a... Uh, uh, I hate to fucking ask for this. Can okay. I get a tiny horse? Oh, shunt. shunt. It's your birthday. I A tiny horse with three buttholes. A tiny horse with three buttholes. No. All right. Chunt, I, I feel uh, so like we you're... Some, we need some meats to go with that. One with raspberry for Chunt. I feel like Chunt is... is Everyone is, stand back. I feel like you're... I'm making a tiny horse with three buttholes. No, no, wait. Look, I know it's his birthday, but I feel like Chunt is becoming addicted to, to having sex with tiny horses with multiple Can I tell buttholes. you something? Can I, can I just say something? Since I've wished for two buttholes... I don't care about sex anymore. Pooping with two buttholes is is now my new sex. That's it's, better than sex. It truly is wonderful. You, that happens sometimes you get you older. a big bowl of rooster's feet, and yeah. then you go, oh, I've got an upper coming on. Oh, nope, it's a downer. Yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, I don't know if you know about in Foon, we have these, these uh-huh. we have these uh, mighty ducks, these like great big my- mighty ducks. Um, <laughs> and one of them. Oh, do not I- laugh at the power of a mighty duck. The mighty ducks. Aye, they will pick up their clubs, their crooked clubs, and beat you over the head with them. They are so powerful. One of the mighty ducks asked me to, you know, like bang, and I was like, I'd rather sit home and poop. Like honestly, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm a changed man. I don't know if I'll ever change out of being a badger because it's just delightful to poop with two buttholes. So you've decided to stay a badger for now, unless I want to pursue that sweet sweet three butthole horse. Trelathon Greystone Beachon Face. Look at him go! Look at him dance! Uh, <laughs> what a stupid little horse! <laughs> All right, you know, uh, we can talk more about Chunt's birthday, but you know what? I feel like we're being rude. We need to introduce our guest. Oh, yes, I'm very excited. Oh, uh, we're being joined by uh, Susa Gurnick, a local magical wedding planner. Hello. Hey, thanks Hi. for being on the podcast. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. How are you doing today, madam? Oh, now that is very rude. What? Uh, I thought that was good small talk. No. Never trust a wizard for advice on how to talk to women. How dare you? So, Susa, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about, so you're a wedding planner mm-hmm. in Funa. I don't, I know almost nothing about wedding traditions in this world. Well, it's very interesting because uh, marriage is forever, mm-hmm. and in Foon, uh, you can essentially live forever. Mm-hmm. So it's different, I think, uh, for certain for certain species, marriage doesn't mean as much. I mean, it's an eight-year commitment or something like that. But for some, it truly means being together and, and alive and conscious for eternity together. Sure. And so that's kind of a big step. Yeah. Um, my business originally started as a wedlock for warlocks, oh. um, and then I was sued uh, for discrimination. Oh, um, heard about this. Yeah, um, I refused to uh, plan a wedding and uh, make a cake for a group of goblins. Sure. We're having a wedding. Um, yeah, so... That why, do you mind if I ask why you didn't want to plan a wedding for goblins? 
I just don't think that that's what marriage is. I don't think that's what magical oh. marriage is. I don't think that's between two goblins. Uh-huh. Um, and this was actually even worse. This was a, a, a goblin and a tree. Oh. Oh, my. Oh. Which, well, I mean, love is love. So you're a strict funationist. I'm very funationist, yes. Uh, oh. Um, and, and so that has gotten me in trouble. So as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I've, I've expanded to not just witches and warlocks. Um, I will plan the wedding of, of other things. Yes. Sure. You, I just noticed you're just rolling your eyes really hard when you talk about expanding. Oh, yeah. It's just sort of a, it's just sort of a habit. Um, it's just something that I've, I've, I do to cope. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I can no longer have mead. Actually, I had a bit of a problem. Oh, a meet a meeting, a meeting I, problem. I had to go to yeah. I had to go to some meetings. <laughs> some meetings. Yeah, we some, have uh, AA meetings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I, I I've developed different coping mechanisms. Um. Ooh. Tapping. Uh, oh. Turning on candles, turning off candles, uh, a certain number of times. Sure. Um. And and the eye rolling is one of yes. those things. Oh gosh, Sousa, I find you both so sympathetic and so unsympathetic all well, at the same time. Well, that's what a wedding planner should be, that's really. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Susa, are you married? Um, I I am not legally married Huh. Uh, in the eyes of the gods. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do have a domestic partner. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Who or what is its name? Um, well, I don't think I want to really necessarily talk about him in public, of but uh, he changes. Um, he changes oh, from week to week. Oh, yeah, uh, shapeshifter. Shapeshifter, like chunt. Again, I don't necessarily want to oh, get uh, into I, it, uh, but uh, uh, let's just say I'm not rolling my eyes at the idea oh, of that. Oh, score one for shapeshifter. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was another shapeshifter this close to old face. Yeah, I What's wonder that? if I know him. This close to Hog's face. I'm sorry? This close to Hog's face. Are you having a stroke? I am not having a stroke. <laughs> Your throat really juts out at certain points when you speak. Well, I was brought into this world by a conspiracy of birds and wind and rain and fire and lightning and some frogs. So there, I might have a little frog in there. Understood. Okay. So, Susa, how did you get into wedding planning to start with? Like, what drew you into the profession? I was an orphan, oh. actually. Um, uh-huh. But don't be sad. It was actually okay. really good. Um, my parents were uh, pretty bad. Well, my dad was a my dad was a goblin and my mother was a tree. Whoa! Oh, okay. It's Interesting. Self-hating Turn of events. So, I mean, yeah. there's that. Um, uh, this maybe is the kind of question that is, isn't is uh, kosher to ask in Foon. Kosher? Kosher. Yeah, you have Jewish people in Foon, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. Yes, yes, we do. Well, uh, maybe oh, I this... would not plan a wedding for them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, I don't think so. they get married, right? I, I don't I, know the culture. I know they oh. don't believe in the fires of hell, and I can't okay. get behind that. Okay. Well, so, so, and trust so. me, they would try to use a coupon. You would need a rabbi for that anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe this is too personal of a question, but if your mm-hmm. if your mother was a goblin and your father was a tree, my father was a goblin and my mother oh, was I'm a sorry. tree. She's a troublin, not a you're, tree. You're, yeah. Oh, I see. So you're. Thank you. You know, I might know your partner. I have a cousin in this area. Um, I don't want to. Stamopolis. Yeah, Stamopolis. Oh my god. His he's my my aunt's uh, child. My aunt. I don't know if you know her. She I'm named after her. Her name's Bonnie Chunt, but she has a kid. <laughs> Bonnie Chunt. She has a kid. She has a kid that's, uh, yeah, that's my cousin. So that might be. Oh, the spiced potatoes with the candles. Uh, yes, yes. Can I blow them out? 
Happy birthday to Trunt. Happy I sang the, 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 the birthday song. Now yeah. you sing it. I know. Happy Sorry. birthday to Trunt. Beautiful. Thank you. Honey. Oh, uh, happy birthday to Trunt. Very good. Oh, that was pretty good. Wow. Very good. Carnival, could you do that again and just mean it a little more? Carnival Wilson is my secret trickster name. Don't just go throwing it around. Come on, Carney. Oh, they were trick candles! (laughs) Carnival Wilson strikes again. (laughs) Look, they're alive! (laughs) Look, they're dancing. They're dancing with the horse. Oh, beautiful. Oh, there they go. Horses pissing on them. Oh, Oh, boy. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break uh, and let uh, Chunt enjoy his his birthday. Oh, then horses starting to catch fire. Let's quick, actually, let's take a break and let uh, Chunt enjoy his birthday spice potato. And um, we're going to hear from, uh, we have a new sponsor. I'm really excited. I don't, again, I don't know if on earth we have any sponsors there, but I know on Foonside, we're starting to get a few sponsors. We're sponsored by the Vermilion Minotaur, this tavern that we record in. And also I have a new sponsor, uh, Bungaree Chubbins, who uh, sells uh, chamber pots. Uh, What? Hello. Hello. Do I talk into this? Yes. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Bungaree Chubbins, and my family has been selling chamber pots in Hog's Face for, well, nearly 100 years at Chubbins Chamber Pots and so forth. Um, as my father has told me time and again, it's, it's a good business. Piss holes are hard to clean. Relieving yourself in the woods at night leaves you vulnerable to attack by a displacer beast. So a chamber pot is likely your best option, and trying to avoid buying one will only lead to heartbreak and a home drenched in piss. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. So, so please stop by Chubbins Chamber Pots and so forth. I'm Bungaree Chubbins, and like my father before me, this is my life. Uh, I think that's all. Hmm, that was different. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Thank you so much, Bunkery Chubbins. I'm so excited that we have multiple sponsors now. The money is just going to start 
piling in. And maybe, you know what, uh, Choo Choo, I should get you a, a birthday present. I'd love that. Is there anything you want for your birthday? Stickers? Snickers? Mm-hmm. I have, I, I don't know have, how. I, this is just the one thing I asked for. I asked for one thing. Okay, it's just, I can't get Earth stuff. Susan, can I ask you something? You seem to be Absolutely. a bit of a marital expert. <laughs> if someone, so say you have two clients who are married for you know a while, yeah, and one of the uh, partners of the marriage uh-huh. leaves for several months, they're just gone, uh-huh. no explanation, nothing. Did they vanish? Yes. Was it due to a curse? Um, sort of, possibly, maybe, yes. possibly. They, okay. ju- they just disappear. So the, the we'll say it's uh, the man leaves the wife. Oh, okay. The wife's alone. Has a baby, newborn baby, uh-huh. several months. Uh-huh. She has every right and, and will most likely remarry, right? She has oh, every right to and will most likely just remarry. Just not after a couple of months. Um, technically, yes. Uh, yep. she, she technically yep. does have the right to do that. Um, but again, if he does reappear... But she's definitely hitting it. I'm oh. sorry? She's definitely hitting it if she's not getting remarried, right? I don't know that necessarily. I mean, what would you do? What would I do yes. if I if my spouse disappeared? Possibly for just just for a couple of months, just for a couple of months. But has not attempted to reach out to you well, at all. Like is doing a podcast and spending all his energy drinking and producing. I, I mean, I would think that maybe I had dodged right? a sword right? yes. because um, it sounds like he's kind of a dirtbag. Souza, speak of the truth. Uh. Oh my god. <laughs> That's really cool language. You put that uh, right outside of your uh, your place of business. Yeah. Susan, don't marry no loser. Oh, right, this is very, Arnie very, very. Let's not let's not talk about my my uh, forced estrangement from my family. Wonderful, uh, Susan. I have a question. For yes. You. What if you were approached by a wizard? Uh huh. And this wizard had found the love of his life once again, and he had encased her in a crystal coffin. Uh-huh. Oh. Would you perform a marriage for them while she was still in the coffin and could not say no? Was oh. her heart beating? Or when I encased her? I mean, when she was encased, oh. hypothetically? Yeah, has her, does her heart continue to beat? Yes. That is one policy I have had to enlist. Uh, that yes. Every, each of the parties has to have a, a heart that beats at least once a day. Makes sense. Because um, uh, I've run into trouble in the past. Yes. I see. People marrying people who had passed on oh. and, and, and things like yeah. that. Uh, and it, it just it doesn't work out because in the end, I, I usually don't get paid. Right. Um, and you could try to marry a person who has passed away simply because, well, you're some sort of uh, necrophiliac, or mm-hmm. perhaps because uh, you just want the money, or perhaps they're undead. Yeah, like my yeah. dad. My dad was a yes, ghost. Yes. Yeah. Hunger oh, that's, ghost. Oh, yeah, he's that's a hunger cool. ghost. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Really? Yeah. A hunger ghost? That's cool. Yeah. I went to um, I went to high school with a couple. What? Hunger ghosts. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah. Oh, Can I just so say, Susan, you're you're chill as fuck. Oh, you're awesome. Whatever. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, but I I I'm, I I like you a lot, Susan. You uh-huh. seem great. I'm just sort of, you know, I'm new to this world, so uh-huh. I just don't understand culturally what stuff right. is, you know, just bad and what stuff is okay. kind of racist. Well, I can tell to, you the main thing when we do weddings, uh-huh. when we perform weddings, uh, the vows always have to include something of I promise not to disappear without any warning for months at a time. Uh-huh. That's kind of the oh. main thing. Uh, I feel like Choo Choo's turned you against that, it. Um, that's pretty much the worst thing you can do is just disappear without warning. Uh-huh. Um, for example, uh-huh. if you have been cursed or you have to go to a faraway land or something like that, you're required to give your spouse some sort of notice. Yeah. Now, Sousa, mm-hmm. as a wedding planner, uh-huh. what is your favorite wedding tradition? Um, I love when one of the wedding parties, uh, they fly. 
um, when they fly uh, outside of the chapel, and then they meet, and then they fly back inside. Uh, It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pricey. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Um, But it's such a wow factor to see the couple fly up and then meet together Mm -hmm. in the sky. It's really, really lovely. So that's something that I I encourage my my clientele to to tack on to their ceremony. Yes, that's lovely. When people do that, I, I always, I admit, I shed it. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes. I also enjoy the bloodletting. Um, yeah, oh, yes, yes. Oh. Very good. Where uh, the, the throats are cut uh, oh. by the elder statesman, and then the blood is intertwined, oh. and then uh, the the holes are then sealed. Yeah, oh, and they'll usually uh, let, like, a, like the you know flower girl or whoever, like, hold a little yeah. vial to catch some blood. Like, it's fun yes. for the kids to, like, catch neat. some blood. And, yeah. and then sometimes you it. can take that home, and then you, so you're supposed to open the blood, you know, at your five-year anniversary's blood, uh. and, you know, ten-year. So yeah, yeah. It, 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 so five years blood, ten years blood. Five years blood, ten years blood. Fifteen is blood. Oh. Isn't warts in there somewhere? Well, that's twenty. Twenty is warts. I like the cutting of the cake. Oh yeah, that's something that's really underrated. I think what's also nice about the cutting of the cake is it's a subtle uh, indication to guests that it's okay to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That it's okay. Exactly. It, that that's, the ceremony is essentially over. I never leave though because I'm always wishing that I get the piece of cake that has the eyeball in it. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. I know it. And we that's very funny because I will say this. A lot of people are choosing not to go with eyeballs anymore. In what? Cakes. I don't get it. That makes sense. People that makes sense are going no, with. No, people are going with fingers oh. or even some sort of uh, heirloom or even something more internal than an eyeball people oh. are going with. Now, does that still mean that you're the next to die? <laughs> Yes, it uh, yes, it absolutely it does. It, I believe. Yeah. Arnie, I don't know if you know. Uh, also, the um, the Mighty Ducks—they're all cake eaters. They only eat cake. They only eat cake. Yeah, so that's one thing too. Like, I have to know in advance how many Mighty Ducks are going to be in your bridal party uh-huh. or are going to be attending. Yeah, um, so I'm like, I've got D three Mighty Ducks coming to my. What? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. That's a letter. What other, um, uh, Arnold has trouble with numbers. We've established this yeah. many times it's just before. Earth, Earth people are loving it. Don't worry. Yes. You know, this has gotten me thinking. Like, Usador, Chunt, do you guys ever see yourselves getting married? Do wizards get married? Uh, Susa, do wizards get married? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely they get married. Um, they're, the wizard weddings are actually very, very traditional. Uh-huh. So, Usador, you've clearly kidnapped someone and want to marry them. Uh, that's a hypothetical question. Uh, but if I oh, were to a find... kidnap wedding? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I love those. Oh, well, I think then, yes. those are really yes. neat. They're so exciting. And it's very fun to see uh, the person who is kidnapped. It's fun to see their family's reaction uh, to know that, A, their that loved is, one is is alive, but sure. also that now they've reached this beautiful union. Yes, so yes. those are exciting. I've always imagined that I would take uh, Jen Levia's uh, crystal coffin to my uh, wedding day with me. And that uh, lava would pour over it and burst open, and she would stand fully aflame, screaming, I am free at last! Yeah, that's our And then we would be married. That's our volcanic package that's very popular. That sounds wonderful. I do want to say, just just to be courteous, I noticed that the more we say wedding and marriage... The unwed mother, mothers are kind of looking over here. Oh, oh yeah, it's just a little awkward. So, well, I mean, they, that's their—that was their choice. So that's sure. true. That's true. Chun, do you ever see yourself getting married? Uh, I mean, yeah, possibly. I mean, 
<laughs> sucks that Susan's take on me. She's what a catch, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Whatever. You look at the two of you. <laughs> no, quit badgering me. Uh, <laughs> oh, Arnold, you might know this, but uh, the word badger in our world has two. Yeah, things. yeah, it's the same. It's a sin. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Susan, I'm sorry. And I, I, I'm sorry to keep uh, harping on this. Uh, you can have a harp. Harping oh. has one meaning in our yeah. world, and oh. it's to play the harp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? That's yeah, good harping is very, very popular. Oh, so, I, I love harping. Do you yes. mind if we throw out names of, of uh, magical couples, and you say whether you approve of that union Absolutely. or not? And if you have any reason. Sure. So um, it, are you okay with like a vampire and a werewolf getting married? Um, it depends on their age. Uh-huh. Uh, the older they are, the more I approve. But if it's if it's a young situation, if the vampire is much older than the werewolf, sure. I, I think that's a little predatorial. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And they shouldn't be at war at the time. Yeah, yeah although that can cause... Uh, an end to certain wars yeah, sometimes. Sure. That's very, yeah, so that's very so true. marriage is also a useful tool uh, like that. I got one. Uh, a dwarf and a Jew. Um, I don't approve of either. <laughs> Two elves, but one of them uh, is uh, missing a leg. I would be more than okay with that and very, very happy that they had found each other. Oh, good. good. Wow, mm-hmm. so you really seem to be mostly cool with most unions. Um, well, if someone has lost a limb, that's usually that usually isn't a, a harbinger of them, you know, burning in the fires of hell uh-huh. later. I suppose that's true. And I don't know why I said you cool with most unions. You're clearly, <laughs> wildly anti-Semitic. A boy and his dog. Uh, well, that's that's where the slippery slope does lead. Uh, if, yeah. Two guys, a girl, in a pizza some, place. Yeah. I would be okay with it, but only for like two months, and then I'd probably cancel it. <laughs> so, Susa, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for recognizing that uh, wedding planning in any realm is, mm-hmm. is not necessarily a luxury uh, occupation. It is, a, it is a necessity. Oh, no. We do not take you for granted, Susa. Oh, thank we you. We know that you work very, very hard, oh. and that thou art a very talented woman, mm. and the way that thou dost plan such an elaborate oh. event, why those very skills could be used against the Dark Lord, crafting some brave deeds that would be the undoing of him. Will you join my quest? I mean, I don't know. I have not felt this good since I woke up in a gutter, just meated out of my fucking mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want about it? Can yeah. I get you a mead? Oh, I could... I couldn't. I have my chip. Uh, Stamatopoulos yeah. is a lucky, lucky devil. <laughs> well, we never, you know, we never even really talked about your struggles with mead. But you know what? We'll have you back sometime. Oh yeah, I also do a lot of outreach mm. with at-risk youth and at-risk warlocks and witches and things like that. And there are many youths at risk here. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would say so at least sixty percent of the children in food die. Yeah, yeah. so many. It's actually more like 80. Oh, is it really? It's just that that 20% that is unaccounted for sometimes haunt us, so we don't realize, we don't re- realize oh, that they've passed yes. on. Yeah. So some parents are like, boy, the kid's acting weird, and you just don't realize they've been a ghost. They're, a they've time. been a ghost, and that happens a lot, yeah. yeah. I see. Well, you know what? Uh, Shut up, Arnie. Let's read some emails. <laughs> did, we, did we get any emails this week, Arnie? Uh, you know, we do. Yeah, I've start, I got a, an email I think is kind of important to read. Uh, we get. You can email me at magictavern at puppies dot supplies. I know it doesn't seem real, but that's really our email address. Uh, but speaking of confusing email address, I got one that says, I've been sending emails to chunt with six T's at Gmail, but they keep bouncing. Maybe his mailbox is full, but he spells it C-H-U-N-T-W-I-T-H-S-I-X-T-S. Like he's spelling out 
sixties. Well, that's his problem. So you might be that missing. That sounds like a him problem. Yeah, you you might be missing out on some emails, Chun. I don't want his emails. C H U N T T T T T T. Yeah, use that one. Buttholegmail.com. And have you gotten many emails at your email oh, address? Oh, I've gotten uh, a shitload. Um, let's read one from Clark B. Uh, Clark says, hey, Chunt, big fan here. As I try to visualize all of you, I know what a badger looks like, and I know what a human male looks like generally. But what does Usador look like? Be honest. Thanks, Clark. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'll let you describe yourself. Well, I, I don't want to be rude. I'm a 300-year-old wizard. I am clad in blue robes. I have a long white beard. I have a blue hat. I have my trusty sword and my trusty staff. And I am filled with magical power, bent on destroying the Dark Lord. Yea, I have no other wish in the world but then to find him, cast him aside, smote him with my great power, and then return here to Hogsface to live a happy life. And you I got didn't one. mention your dimples. For the people of Earth, I would just say classic wizard. It, like if you went to a high is school, is that a pro- standard wizard? Yeah, where you're from? if you just went to like a wizard. yeah, if you just went to like a high school production of a play about wizards, pretty much wizard. Well, I know Don said you had those old ass eyes, so I didn't want to get into that. I have another email. This is from Spance, our friend Spance. Oh, Spance is Spance. I don't think Spance is around tonight, but she sometimes sleeps under the under the bar. Yeah, Spance says, "Hey there, Chunty. It's Spance. I only let her call me Chunty. Don't mm. get any ideas. Oh, well. uh, I'm writing to you from Arnold's laptop." Uh, first of all. Great. I know you said no to a date with me, but I thought if I showed up here and sang you a song I've been writing for you, you might actually say yes. I don't know. Worth a shot. Anyway, you're not here, so I'm sending you this message. Let me know. I sleep under the bar at the VM, or I'll just see you at Chunt's night from Spance. Huh. Does everyone have access to my computer? I just... Pretty much. Yeah. I had access to it when I was asked to be here. Oh, I let her into your room. I just let people in. uh, Things have been going missing from my room. Please don't let people into my room. We'll see. It's my birthday. Uh, But speaking of access to my computer, that reminds me, Usador, you're on Twitter now. Yes. You can reach me at Usador the Blue. Send me any thoughts or feelings. Join my quest. I aid me in this great battle against evil. Are there any other ways of contacting you, Usador? Uh, well, of course, there are many ways of contacting me. You can always uh, uh, find an eel, mm-hmm. devour it live, mm-hmm. and then dream of me. And in that dream, the eel will leave your body transdimensionally. I, that astrally projected eel, will find me and tell me your tale. So those are the two options. Pretty equal in the amount of effort. I've mentioned it many other ways. You can sure. whisper into an acorn, plant it in the ground, weep on it with pure tears of joy. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I'll, I'll, let me read another email I got to Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. Uh, here's one. Hey, Arnold. It's Arnie. I just wanted to let you know that I think someone is messing with your broadcast from Foon before it reaches Earth. Oh, that's not good. Every episode begins and ends with an ominous voice declaring that nothing that happens on this podcast is actually real. He even came up with alternate names for Chunt, Adel, Rifii, and Usador. Is that Matt- a spell? Yeah, I don't know. And Adel, Rifii. Didn't do anything. And Usador, Matt Young, although I guess that could actually just be one of Usador's other names that were still secret to us. And you shall never hear from Up me. to now. Uh, from Ryan M. I don't know. I, I I can't hear the podcast after I upload it. I mean, I'm guessing maybe it's just some ad. Uh, you only have, what, a whole week to try to figure out how to hear it. The, the Wi-Fi from the Burger King, it's very slow. It's, uh, I have a difficult time, actually. Susan, for my birthday, would you... 
do me the honor and take this tiny horse with three bells? I would love for you to keep that. That's my birthday wish. Can I tell you something? Hmm? I have one of these at home. What? What? Is that crazy? That is, that is crazy. And I will gladly have two, but I, I just want you to know I do have a tiny horse with three buttholes at Take home. Take good care of him. He eats tiny, tiny apples. Oh, wow. I mean, for your birthday, you're giving me a gift. Maybe you can come back on Arnold's birthday and have a... Arnie. He'll give you an Arnold-shaped chair, Arnie. because I'm assuming that's all he'll have. Or perhaps It'll Arnold be won't be here. He'll disappear Arnie. two months before his birthday, and he'll never even let me know that he was Arnie gone. shaped chair. When is your birthday, Arnie? Uh, my birthday's in January, so it's quite a ways away. Ooh, we'll call it Carnival Days. 17 months away. Yeah. Wait, oh, Arnie. no. Hey, wait, what? Arnie. Sarah? I think. Arnie. That's my wife. Who? Sarah? What? What? Sarah? What is this place? I'm scared. Sarah? This is too much. I have to go. No, Sarah, come back. Sarah. Well, uh, well um, That's, here we are, and, um. That's Magic Tavern. Oh. I've, uh, I've been, uh. Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fianyak, the dwarves know me as Zonin Hooksanges, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names you do not know yet, and uh, Can I, I thought maybe things would end if I did that. Yeah. Wait, oh. did you ever go by Dale? Briefly, yeah. Secret name, we found one oh out. Oh my god, uh, Dale! We found out one of your names. Yeah, you have to add yes. it to the list, add it to the list. I didn't want to say anything, but I made that other horse with three buttholes. I gave it Yeah! The wedding planners know you as Dale. Hey, Dale! How have you been? Oh my gosh, that's so cool! I know you're not drinking, but hey, why don't we all three go up to the bar and get a drink? <laughs> I'm just going to slap the bartender. Great. Happy birthday to me. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to me. To Chunt. To Chunt. We did it in a round. Wait a minute. Sarah? How would Sarah be in Foon? That's not possible. Has there been another dimensional breach already? This is not good. This is, uh, this... Ha ha ha! What a clever twist in a fictional story that is not real. Please believe me that it is not real. Usador was played competently by Matt Young. Chunt was played reliably by Adol Rafai. The wedding planner was played by special guest Katie Rich. Katie Rich writes for Saturday Night Live, and you can follow her on Twitter at Katie Mary Rich. Bungary Chubbins was played by Tom Gottlieb. You may know Tom as the voice of Cookie Masterson from the Jackbox Games games You Don't Know Jack and Fibbage. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. Edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Learn more about the show and how it's not real at hellofromthemagictavern.com or follow us on Twitter at Magic Tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern has a Facebook page. There you can find photographs of human actors that will finally assure you that none of this is really happening. Rare, curious t-shirts are like a form of currency with today's capricious millennials. And that's why we're selling them to you. Get your Hello from the Magic Tavern t-shirt at annarbortiz.com today. 
And if you'd like to check out another show from the Chicago Podcast Co-op, check out the equally fictional Improvised Star Trek, an improvised parody of Star Trek featuring the adventures of the crew of the USS Sisyphus, a slightly less enterprising starship. Improvised Star Trek, part of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. All of this barely organized whatever it is was sponsored by Lodge Management Group. Don't forget to get your free t-shirt when you buy tickets to Chicago's Summer Wing Fest using the code PODCAST at wingfest.net. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is win or go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th. 